My name is Tim Barkholtz. I work for ExxonMobil, and I'm working on technology for CO2 capture. At ExxonMobil, we're working on a range of solutions, including a new way to capture carbon at natural gas power plants. Learn more at energyfactor.com. This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> you Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go again. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anis Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anis Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of DailyThunder.com, also Almighty Baller Radio. I've got McKelly Barra on the line. Emergency pod, the Thunder just traded for Carmelo Anthony. McKelly, yeah, thoughts? I'm kind of speechless uh, <laughs> because we were kind of joking like uh, on Monday about this. So, yeah. Like, well, what about Carmelo? Yes, maybe. And, and it they just gave up uh, NS, which I love, and I'm, I'm sorry that they will not play for yeah. OKC next season. Yes. Uh, and McDermott, I, I like both players, but man, they basically gave the least they could just to make the money works. I yep. mean, it's 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 incredible. It is. It's it's crazy. And now, one of my big beefs with the, this Thunder roster, especially last year and heading into the season, less so, but still. I didn't think that you could put the best five players on the floor together. I just didn't think that you could play Canner and Adams together consistently enough. And now you can play Mello at the four. I assume he's going to start at the four. I feel a little bit sorry for two Pat because he came in thinking he was going to start. Uh, he's not going to start over Mello. Uh, but Patterson is an incredible backup. Uh, and now mm-hmm. they can put all five, the best five players on the court together and they can definitely uh, – now, I think that – I said this last night. I don't think that he helps, that Carmelo Anthony helps all that much against the Warriors, although I do think he helps. I don't think he pushes them like over the mm-hmm. top or anything. But I do think that this pushes them to the second-best team in the West, and I think that it pushes them to probably the favorite to reach the Western Conference Finals, which is something that has been mandated by Paul George. So I don't think that Melo helps them win a title this year. But I do think that Melo helps them keep Paul George and Russell Westbrook this season. Uh, we've talked about this before. We think that Carmelo will likely opt into his contract for the next season. Um, and so if Melo stays, I think that he will do what he can to talk these other guys into staying. I just think that this there's going to be a domino effect. And just the pure star power that a guy like Melo brings to a team... I mean, this is crazy. And all we've talked about is Melo will never waive his no-trade clause for OKC. He basically gave the word last night, and bang, we have a deal in like 12 hours. Um, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, this is I'm, I'm just spewing stuff. This is all raw emotion here. Uh, the trade was made literally, yeah. I think, maybe like 20 minutes ago. So we're trying to get as raw as we can with you guys, trying to get something as quick as we can to you guys. Yeah, and and the like reports are that uh, Melo is also waving his trade kicker, yes. which will help will help financially uh, OKC going forward because this is like fifteen percent is not like it's big money. Right. Um, so I mean, he's doing whatever he can to 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 be in OKC, and this is 
basically the first time in OKC history that a, a player of the level of Carmelo Anthony, maybe like he is not like a prime Melo, but he's still one of the I would say top sixty players in the league at least. Yeah. Um, that is doing whatever he can to 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 play in OKC, and this is big. Uh, because it's not big just now because uh, we we have him, but uh, it will be big in uh, throughout the season because now OKC can be a target for like a um, player that gets gets wave uh, in February. So I mean mm-hmm. it's really a domino effect, and I think that to to say the least, uh, uh, like the crowd in OKC would be crazy this this season, like crazy. You have Carmelo, even if it's not the be- the best of his career now, he will bring people. Uh, to the to the arena, which is which yes. is incredible. Yes, I mean, it was already going to be a really fun season with Paul George here, and I'm I'm super jacked for Patrick Patterson, Ray Felton, but now this is Carmelo Anthony, and to me, like the star power and him agreeing to to waive his no trade to OKC is almost just as big a deal as him his talent being here because I think that it sends a message to the rest of the league that one, a star does want to play with Russell Westbrook. It's always been like, well, who wants to play with Russell Westbrook? Apparently Carmelo Anthony does. And I think that's a big deal. I think that signals something to Paul George. I think that signals something to the rest of the league. And you're right. There are a buyout candidate team now because Melo just, he will bring guys, he and Russ and Paul George, Steven Adams, Patrick Patterson, they're going to be able to bring guys and in fact, they have an open roster spot right now, and I don't have the free agent list in front of me, um, and I don't know if they're going to bring in another guy or they'll keep it open just in case somebody becomes available. But or they can just they can just sign Samaj to to your personal pleasure. See, I'm tr- I'm trying to have a good pod here, Michele, <laughs> and you have to say his name. Uh, so let me forget about it. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll bring in Samaj. You're right, they will. Uh, but this is incredible. I mean, like this is a a huge deal because now, even you play the Rockets, and instead of trying to, you know, put Patterson on like Ryan Anderson or somebody like that, in which like Patterson is he's a good, great role player, but now you're really forcing their hand because you can't keep Ryan Anderson out there on our Carmelo because he won't be able to guard him. Um, Mm-mm. So this is, I no. mean, just the lineup possibilities, the versatility that this offers, the fact that they will always have a shot creator on the floor at all times. I mean, this this is huge for the offense because the defense was already going to be great. And now you're talking probably this could be a top five offense and a top five defense. I mean, it's going to be crazy. It could be. I mean, there is one variable that is huge, uh, and is how much of an ISO player would be, would be Carmelo Anthony next season. Yeah. Because if he agree. If he agrees to be like the the third wheel in this team, like offensively, and be like more an uh, off the ball guy and like being a three point shooter and maybe uh, taking uh, a, a bigger load when he's without Russ uh, in the second unit or with one of the two of the other two, then it will be a crazy good addition. If we get like Isomelo, then. It will be better, um, but uh, what it, it will not be great as great as possible. So mm-hmm. that is that is a huge uh, question mark. Yeah. Um, to your point of playing the best player, I think that now OKC has seven players that can legitimately play big minutes in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So uh, with, uh, with Abrines, uh, Patterson from the bench, and maybe even Jeremy Grant. So eight players that can really uh, contribute in a, in, a, in a playoff game. Uh, and so it, this is huge because, as you said, last season uh, with, with Cantor, we, we could not play uh, all the guys, like the best guys together. Now mm-hmm. you can. And you have like lineup flexibility. You have eight guys that you can mix up together uh, in any way if you add Felton, there are nine. So uh, OKC gets really deep and really modern because they can play without the center uh, if you put Patterson at the five. And so, I mean, I'm really excited about that because Melo can play the four. Melo can play the three in a, in a smaller unit with Russ, um, in a bigger unit with Russ. So there are tons of uh, tools the, um, that Billy has this season. And we know that he likes to experiment. Yep. And so he will try a lot. And I think this will be incredibly fun and interesting from a basketball point of view. Yeah, no question. And to your point about experimenting, like last season he experimented a lot, but he had all these players that some of them weren't good or they were way too young to contribute or they didn't know what they were doing. Now these experiments, like now he's can really tinker with this roster and it isn't going to hurt the results of the game as much. And he's going to be able to find what works come playoff time. Uh, incredibly versatile roster this is just going to be incredible i just <laughs> still trying to process everything oh my son yeah, is I entering mean, the uh, room um, um this, okay. is a, this is a saturday he can he can be on the pod keep going yeah yeah so i mean it's um it's really uh, it will change the scenario of the western conference i think yes uh, because in some, in some sense um like the the projected record of OKC was around 50. Now I think that if everything works, so if Anthony really uh, meshed together uh, with, with the other two stars, as I expect, mm-hmm. then this team will be dangerous. Melo can be on the floor against um, against Golden State. Like maybe not like 35 minutes. Yeah. But he, he can be like... Uh, a decent positional defender, maybe a, a slightly above aver- uh, below average defender. Mm-hmm. So if you, and he will not be put in the pick and roll as much as Ennis. Sure. So I think that this will be incredibly important for OKC, both against Houston and against Golden State, because now you have a player that has size, that has experience, and that has not to to defend like uh, as much as many pick and roll as Ennis uh, would have done, would have been able to to defend. So I think that this will be incredibly important for OKC. Yeah, yeah, no question. And these are the two best players that Carmelo has ever played with in the NBA. Um, so th- I think that matters too because it's always been like Isomelo. But if you look around at who he was playing with, I think that that matters too. Um, yeah. And also his one, his willingness to waive his no trade clause, and two, his willingness to waive that trade kicker. I mean, those are those kind of show you a little bit that he's willing to contribute to winning basketball. I just can't. I just can't honestly believe that Sam Presti one pulled this off uh, because he turned. These players, so these are the players that were on the team that he turned into Mello and Paul George. Cantor, Oladipo, Sabonis, Campaign, Joffrey, and Morrow. He turned those guys to Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. I mean, this is the summer of Sam. Sam Presti deserves so much credit. And, you know, all this can blow up. And there's there's that distinct yeah. possibility where Mello opts out, those other guys leave, and we're left with nothing in the end. 
Um, but this is still just this all in mentality, all in season. I had a friend text me last night talking about Melo. I was like, now they trade Adams for DeAndre Jordan, and then they'll have no players next year going into the summer. Um, it's just incredible what what Sam has done. He's all in, and I think that the second best team in the West, and probably the second best team in the NBA now. Yeah, probably. I mean, and if you if you, like uh, put yourself in the worst situation possible, so everyone leaves, you didn't gave too uh, you didn't give too much uh, mm-hmm. to have them because yeah. yes, you you basically gave, gave up on Sabonis uh, that can turn in a very good starter, yeah. and you gave up all the depot, but you 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 bought yourself a chance to play for for championship. Mm-hmm. And you, and like with the with the internal development summer, uh, that chance was was not there for sure. Now it's not a big chance, but uh, but it's bigger than than what we expect coming into the into the summer. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, w- without a doubt. And you know, I think that again, we just need to refocus because this team is going to be so fun this year. To have Russ and Mello, Paul George, Stephen Adams, and they didn't trade Alex Abrinas. There was a lot of talk. Well, they should go ahead and trade Alex Abrinas to get Carmelo. No, oh, no, they, that was no, 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 that no. was. I honestly no, don't no, think no. that was even a conversation, and it shouldn't have been. And then they keep Terrence Ferguson, who's a guy that can develop on the back end of this roster if they're able to keep it together. Uh, they keep Jeremy Grant too, who helps with their versatility. I just I think Sam did an incredible job. I I was looking I've been looking at the roster this summer and I just haven't been able to find the minutes for Doug McDermott. Like I just don't think that they're there. And so he's not really a rotation piece. Canner was obviously a big piece, uh, but Mello can do what yes. Canner did and score. Um, and he can play a, a position of need for OKC. And the Thunder don't have to rely on going big as being a strength anymore. Uh, they can rely on being an elite scoring team because they have three elite scores. And I think that their defense is still just going to be really, really good, uh, despite Carmelo, who's not a great defender and has never been. And I have my doubts about like Olympic Mello being in the NBA. But if he's ever going to have a chance to be Olympic Mello, which, again, I don't know if that is real in the NBA, it's it's going to be this team. And this is kind of his yeah. last shot to be this guy that runs the floor, plays hard, shoots threes. Uh, this is his chance and a chance to like prove a lot of people wrong. And the fact that he decided to come to Oklahoma City and wave his no trade to come to Oklahoma City uh, to me is already kind of a big indicator that he is going to buy in. Yeah, and another huge factor in this is now Adams has way more minutes yeah. uh, available. Mm-hmm. Because last year he had to play like around 27, 28, 30. Now he can play like 35, yep. 36. Mm-hmm. And this will impact the game Greatly, because I mean, Stephen Adams is a great center. Uh, he will have more space than ever, probably, and so I think that this will help incredibly Oklahoma City. Because last year uh, you had to play Ennis at least twenty minutes, and like fifteen of those were like without Stephen. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to. Uh, you can play like as much as forty without even like in in uh, like in a moment of need, yeah. and so. I think that putting your best center, your anchor to your defense, uh, as many minutes as you can on the floor would be would be great. Of course, you don't have to like to drain him uh, physically, but I think that he can sustain like thirty to thirty five minutes uh, regularly. So this will impact uh, the rotation of OKC and the defense of OKC uh, in a great way. I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. And this is ushering the Thunder into modern basketball, quote unquote, because now they don't have all these bigs that they have to play. You have Steven Adams, obviously, like you just talked about, that'll play a lot of minutes. But then the backup center on some nights will be Jeremy Grant, or sometimes it'll be Patrick Patterson. I don't. I still don't see Dakari getting a ton of minutes, uh, but I do see no. them being incredibly versatile, playing smaller, faster, shooting more threes, all the things that you want from your NBA team uh, in 2017. That's going to be the OKC Thunder, and they are incredibly athletic. They're incredibly skilled. Uh, and I think they are, to me, the if you're going to pick somebody to knock off the Warriors, which I don't think is a smart thing to predict, it's going to be the Thunder. They just have they have the firepower now, they have the star power, and they have the defensive athletes to keep up with them. And I think that you're talking like Western Conference Finals in my book, and maybe five to six games in the West. And I just think that that, to me, that'll be enough to show Paul George that this is an organization that's ready to compete. I'm sure that Westbrook and George are just jacked right now. <laughs> they get to bring in yeah. Carmelo. Um, it's, I, I I'm just, I'm still just stunned. I'm absolutely stunned by this move. And another great stuff that is, it is happening before training camp. Yes. So they will have, like the full training camp to get used to each other, even if Westbrook will not play uh, maybe the first few days uh, because of that uh, knee thing. Uh, I think that this will help Carmelo immensely because he, he can get used to the teammates. He can get used to play uh, again with George after the um, USA national team experience. Yeah. And I mean, if you do this kind of stuff like uh, during the season, it's not as easy uh, to to match together. If you have like all preseason, you have basically one month of basketball that you can play regularly with your teammates before going into serious stuff. And the first month is like all the time it's uh, like a, an adjusting period november so you really have two full months to practice with your teammates to have the best um chemistry possible mm-hmm. um i that's kudos to presti for being so uh quick in um in doing this trade. i suspect that this will this is a deal that is there um by quite some time yeah. Uh, they were all waiting for Melo to, to wave the trade because it's it was really, really fast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was really quick. The news came out and then uh, coach was soccer game this morning and then bang, it's uh, <laughs> the deal is it's a thing. Yeah, the deal is ready. I mean, it's just it's incredible. This is going to be one of the most fun, intense seasons in Thunder history. Uh, probably the most, honestly, because the others didn't have quite the pressure that this does. Uh, and I, I think that this puts the Thunder over the Rockets. I think I already thought the Thunder were better than the Spurs, but I think that this solidifies that. As long as what we talked about, as long as Melo's buying in, as long as he's playing the four, giving effort on defense, and stretching the floor out, uh, this team now has multiple players that have gravity where the Thunder had basically one player that had gravity last season. It changes everything. Uh, Billy Donovan's got to throw out his playbook for like the 13th time in his uh, Thunder tenure um, <laughs> because he's got a whole... I think he will be thrilled to do that. He will be... I mean, and he, he honestly, will be incredibly happy to do that. Yes, he's jacked too because now he, he yeah. has all these just incredibly skilled players. Um, and, and now if you're... I mean, the Rockets fans are probably so mad about that Ryan Anderson contract uh, because that's really what kept them from getting him. And the Canner deal, it has always been a bad contract. Nobody's ever liked it, but 
he turned uh, Presti turned the Canner contract into Mello, uh, which is which is great. Uh, a shout out to Ennis Canner, kind of our last thing. He's been a wonderful person here in Oklahoma City. Yep. He's been a great ambassador for the Thunder. Obviously, the Stash Bro stuff. It's it's gonna it's disappointing to see that go. Uh, the intro to our podcast, we're probably going to have to change it going to media day on Monday. I'll see if I can get, uh, I don't know if I'll ever get anything as magical as that was, uh, but we'll, we'll see what we can do. But he was, he's a great person, a great teammate. Uh, he was never a curmudgeon. He always did his best in OKC. Shout out to him. Uh, but now we're, we're ushering in an era of, of new Thunder basketball, a different, they're going to play a different way. They're not going to be as big. They're going to be faster. They're going to be more skilled. Uh, and that, and they have a better shot today now with Mello to keep a guy like Paul George in town than they did before. So uh, it's very exciting. Uh, any anything else before we go? No, I mean I'm uh, like what you said about Ennis uh, is basically what I think because I I really love this presence in OKC. Uh, I hate the contract uh, from the beginning, yeah. but. Um, I mean, he he really was an amenable presence uh, in um, in every like interview or uh, Twitter thread or or anything I I, I could uh, listen to. Um, he was really great, and he was supportive to to the culture of OKC. So um, I think that the organization. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure Presti did that in in heartbeat yeah. because Melo uh, is Melo, but. Maybe in the like somewhere in his uh, heart, that will hurt a bit because uh, I mean, Anis has been like great, and so I hope for him the best. I mean, he will play with again with uh, with percentages. That will be fun for for him because he have he will have like a lot of space, and maybe he will have fun too. Yes, yeah, no question. Uh, Michele, thanks for coming on the podcast today. We'll follow you on Twitter at Mikey Barra. Follow us on Twitter at Down to Dunk. Uh, we'll be at media day. I don't know if Melo will be there yet because I know they have to finalize the trade on Monday, but uh, it's going to be absolutely insane. So tune in. I will post all those interviews in a podcast uh, later that day so that you'll be able to listen to it if you're not able to listen live. I hope you guys have a great Saturday. Uh, Love emergency pods and Carmelo Anthony is on the thunder. (laughs) 